0: And good morning to you. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens, hour number two from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. We're happy to have you with us, that's for sure. I'm Tom McCubbin, your host for a day. You ever hear a queen for a day? Well, I'm host for a day. I love
1: that.
0: <laughs> but anyway, Teresa's, I'm sure, winding down her trip. She'll tell you all about it. I know she had a great time. I look forward to some of the information she has coming up probably on Facebook and some of the pictures that she might show. By the way, get up on Facebook and uh, tell us you like us. Uh, we appreciate that, that's for sure, and so would all of our, our great sponsors. Anyway, uh, if you want to uh, call us, the number heres one triple8, is one 2967 or you can text me at 23680, all those work, and we'd be happy to get you up and uh, get you with us. Oh, I want to do... Right now, one of the features that Teresa does regularly, I think it's neat. I'm kind of upset that she thought about it, and I didn't. But outside of that, it's really a neat segment, and it's called The Dirty Word of the Day. How about that? Here we go. My Dirty Word of the Day is really a dirty one, let me tell you. Uh, so Lizzie might have to stand by the uh, the, the cancel button or I'm something. I'm ready. <laughs> it is called muddin' in. Have you ever heard of muddin' in? Never. Well, it's one of those New England terms, I think. And when I was a, a kid, my mother used to talk about muddin' in. And if you go up online, you will find that the muddin' in is a term, and there's actually video up there of people using this technique. Here it is. Probably more New England or for heavier souls. Maybe Jim Allison up there, Newberry, Newberry's talking about his soil being a little better than mine, uh, <clears throat> could do this very easily, although you can do it with even sandy soil. What you do is you mix water with the soil before planting. So you open up a hole, and you fill the hole up, and you take your hands, and, and you get in there. You might want to put gloves on. You know, I'm an old-time gardener. I'm a bare-hand guy. So get in there and just get the soil nice and muddy and nice and wet. And then you plant whatever you want to plant. It can be, you know, a tree, a shrub, or an annual, and uh, it gets the plant nice and moist. I am so concerned that a lot of people put plants in the ground where the root balls are dry. So Mud in protects them from this. What it does is just makes the uh, soil nice and moist. And so when the roots go in there, they absorb the moisture very easily. So Mud in, Mud in is our dirty word of the day. And let me tell you, you can get yourself mighty dirty. Mudden in It's kind of neat. I love that. <laughs> I do, too. I love some of these horticultural terms that people have over the years, and uh, uh, Mudden in just happens to be one of them. Tell you what, let's go to uh, Nancy in Leesburg. Nancy, good morning to you. How can we help you?
2: Good morning, Tom. Thank you for the help you give us. I have rain, Lily. Really. Okay. Twice, twice they bloomed because we had rain. Yes. Now, I know, I know these are bulbs at the bottom, but when they finished blooming, You get what looks like seed pods, and I don't know how to can I plant those seed pods, or should I be down separating bulbs?
0: Okay, well, there's uh, actually three different types of rain lilies. One of them's a pink one, which comes out about now. Mine's been flowering. Are are yours pink?
2: Yes, I have some pink and some. I have some white.
0: Yep, some whites. The whites normally bloom for me later in the season. The yellows uh, can bloom about now. I've had some yellows also, but sometimes they're later in the season. And then you're right; you get that seed pod, and, and yeah. you wait until the seed pod starts to break open. When it starts to turn brownish color, you can harvest the seeds, and then you can plant them, and, and they'll they'll uh, grow very well for you. I, I started a lot of my yellow ones that way, but all of them can be started from the seeds that come from those okay. pods.
2: Great. Good to know. I mean, I know there was a bulb
0: underneath. Yeah, there's a bulb remember. underneath. That's one of the I ways they it. multiply, but the seeds, you can get more quicker uh, than oh, yeah. than dividing. Great. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate
0: it. Okay, Nancy, you have a great gardening day. Appreciate it. Uh, our number here, of course, is one 45 lawns one eight 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 four five five two nine six seven 455 2967 Or you can text me, 23680. You might want to think about just texting me right now because Lance Walheim is coming up in just a few minutes. And uh, he'll have some uh, information for us about his new adventure, I'm going to call it, as he's moving, uh, has moved to Portland. We started off the program, a couple of things I wanted to mention coming up here because you might not have heard the first hour. One is the first day of summer. Comes okay. up on Tuesday. That's the twenty-first, and, and probably just get hotter on that day. <laughs> I can't get Stop. much. Can't get much hotter. Uh, <clears throat> the National Pollinator Week is the twentieth through the twenty-sixth, and so there's lots of plants you can add to to bring in the butterflies and hummingbirds and things of that nature. And Father's Day is Sunday. Don't forget that. And some of the s- suggestions I had for Father's Day. <clears throat> because, you know, a lot of dads had everything. Of course, you can take him out to eat. You can bring the food over. Uh, we're going to have the grandkids over. We're going to go out and see Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, I'm excited about that movie. Yeah, we're going to see. I've heard it's pretty good. I went to my barber this week, and he had been to it. He said, have you been to Jurassic Park? And I said, no, I haven't. And, and he said, it's good. Uh, he said, maybe it's a little overdone. I, I don't know. But he said, there's a lot of good animation and everything like that. With it. So, So we'll go to that there. Uh, but, so you might uh, you might think about that, and then we 're going to have pizza afterwards with the grandkids but, but uh, some of the things that I thought botanical garden pass i 'll get it out don 't worry new garden book and some plants and things that i like i 'm strange I kind of like things like uh, potting soil and <laughs> Planter. I mean, a, I a, love a, that, though. And, and, a bag, and a bag of black cow. I mean, you can a make, make me a, just, uh, just, just drop a bag of black cow off at my house, and I'd be very happy on Father's Day. That's good a, stuff. P- a potting soil and things of that nature. So anyway, uh, Father's Day, don't forget it, and uh, treat your dad well and and getting some of the things that he can use in the garden. And maybe a good gardening book. I'm sure Lance would have a few books he can suggest, and I've got a few that I can suggest also for, for Father's Day. And uh, it's true. Lance uh, Walheim is going to be with us next. I think he's up on the. Yeah, he's up on the line already. He's entered the studio, as we might say. Uh, but you can still text me two three six eight zero. And as soon as uh, Lance's interview is over, that'd be a good time to call Lizzie, one triple eight forty five lawns one eight 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 four five five two nine six seven. This is Better Lawns and Gardens. We're coming to you from the responsible the Summit Responsible Solutions, and uh, we'll be right back.
3: are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437.
4: That's 800-432-3916. Mosquitoes are a nuisance.
3: They can transmit deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. Protect yourself with summit mosquito dunks placed in ponds, bird baths, or any standing water. Summit mosquito dunks are harmless to people, pets, and wildlife, but kill mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite and last for 30 days or more. Find Summit Mosquito Dunks at garden centers, hardware stores, and online retailers. Visit SummitResponsiblesolutions.com. That's
5: SummitResponsiblesolutions.com. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little known truths about annuities in simple to understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity and it's free as a bonus we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers call 800 925 that's right annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report both absolutely free for calling today call 800 925 that's 800 925 sponsored by annuity general producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer increased income is possible using strategy suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term
3: how is your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20% interest
0: And welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. Thanks for being here today. I'm Tom McCoven, your host for a day. And uh, we're coming to you, of course, from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. And they're the makers of mosquito bits and the uh, Summit year-round spray oil and and mosquito dunks and much more things. And, of course, our other sponsors, Quality Green Specialist Nursery and the land, and also Black Cow and, and more. And we appreciate each and every one of them being with us. Uh, if you'll hold off on probably calling in until right after this break here, right after this segment, but the number here, just to ha- so you have it, is 1 Lawns, or you can text me at any time, 23680. Right now, we're going to talk to one of my great friends and a horticulturist, an author, a media personality, a farmer, and it's none other than Lance Walheim. Lance, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Tom. This is like the good old days.
0: I know, just like the good old days. Yeah, we're certainly happy to have you with us uh, today, And even though uh, you had to get up a couple of hours earlier, three hours earlier. Uh, well,
1: I got up, I got up at uh, four so I could hear the early show, and boy, I'll tell you, I miss hearing you on the radio. is doing a great job, and I miss you, and I miss Joni's five o'clock wake-up call. So no, anyway, uh, this is fun.
0: I know. Joni always wanted to know what pajamas you had on. She was always questioning those type of things. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: well, you know, it, it's funny, and uh, because when she used to call, she knew I would be getting up early, and she'd always ask me, are you in your jammies?
2: That's right. And I'd,
1: I'd always have this little thing, if it was a special day, if it was sunflower day, oh, and I've got my sunflower jammies on, or if it was Fourth of July, I got my Uncle Sam jammies on. So we had a lot of fun with that
0: you, over the years. You, you did have a lot of fun. Now, now you're busy beating the rent uh, up north there. I mean, you're moving from... California to Portland, Oregon. Uh, you got a new home, new climate. Uh, how much different is the climate going to be for you?
1: Oh boy! It reminds me that all cl- gardening is local. That's what it does. I mean, it's. We've been up here about two months, and we moved up so we could be closer to the grandkids, which is so important. And I already miss California. We've been up here two months. We've probably had three sunny days. It's been the really? weather. Really the wettest spring in history up here they usually average about 43 inches they've had almost 60 Um, and i haven't been able to get my tomatoes in i mean it's uh it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out but yeah it is very different
0: yeah is the moisture uh does it look like it's a problem for the plants or do they adjust to it or what
1: well, it depends on the plants. Like uh, the, the peonies, which I've always tried hard to grow in California, which has never done well, are just spectacular. Wow. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the trees, the dogwoods, there's so many different varieties and species up here. The the franklinias, I don't know if you're familiar with Oh, those. yeah, you franklinia, I,
0: a lot of maha.
2: Yeah. yeah, with the
1: beautiful wisteria yellow flowers just lighted the place up. So, And then when we first moved up here, the rhododendrons were just out of this world. So yeah, some of them like it, some of them don't. I've already noticed that a lot of the roses are having problems with diseases like black spot. It just hasn't been warm. It's just been cold and almost constant you know rain we've had some heavy rains so the Willamette and the columbia are, are way up but wow. yeah it's been it's been pretty wild now the thing i'm looking forward to is that it's also since we're farther north the days are much longer i mean the light, it's already uh, the, its already light outside, and it stays light till 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So we've got long days, and I'm hoping that's going to make up for the heat that we haven't had yet. At the end of the week, we're supposed to get a little bit, so i got to get everything planted.
2: Hey, if
0: you want some heat, uh, come here to Florida. I mean, we can, that's sh- what we, I hear. we can share a little. I saw 101 on my truck thermometer,
1: 101. I know. They had back in Exeter, I was talking to friends. So we had a good friend buy the ranch from us, so I'm still going to be involved in the citrus industry. But they had a couple of 105s last week, but it's wow. not that humidity that you have.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Heat and humidity just beat you down. I'm, I'm yeah, waiting, it sure does. I'm waiting for October, I'll tell you. Hey, listen, I I want to uh, uh, ask you this before we get too far in and I forget it. Now, Father's Day is Sunday, and I'm just trying to think of some nice books that you uh, could recommend, and you have a number of them. What, what are your books are available that people might want to give to their dads?
1: Well, you know, Roses for Dummies, um, the book business, is, as you know, has been tough the couple, last couple of years because of everything, you know, is on the internet and things. So I'm trying to get some of those titles updated. But, I mean, I always go, if I'm looking for information on uh, Florida, I always go to that Kai Tom McCubbin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those those Cool Spring Press books, um, you know, which are very regional, those are always a good way to go. But I'd appreciate it if everybody go out and get my Citrus book if they can find that one. It's a little harder to find roses for dummies, lawn care for dummies. You know me, I'm the king of the dummies.
0: Yeah, king of the dummies. I'm waiting for you to do dummies for Portland, Oregon.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> new, new climate for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, how to deal with the rain.
0: Yeah. So what what problems are the citrus growers facing before you moved?
1: well it's it's the same old thing you've been hearing from me for years. It's a water issue, and it's probably more severe than it's ever been out there. um mm. They're really cutting back on the the water that they're delivering to the to the farmers and then you know really uh you know promoting water conservation in home gardens because we know how much water gets used outside and Lawns being overwatered, so it's going to be a difficult summer. To be honest with you, Um, you know, I've I've heard that um, as many as three hundred and fifty thousand acres have been fallowed out in the Central Valley. Really? Mm. Yeah. It's it's uh, you know if you don't have a a well um, and you're counting on state or federal water, uh, it's going to be a long summer. You don't have any choices.
0: Now you have had a well there, but you had to drop it down uh, one time at least. I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's the problem. You know, it's getting more and more challenged for the small farmer because I, I can't drop my well to 400 feet. It's just too expensive. And where the bigger guys can. So, um, it is difficult. Uh, we happen to be in a pretty good area. We're close to a creek. Uh, hasn't run in a couple of years, but, you know, there's still underground water moisture, there. We've yeah. been okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it hasn't, it, it hasn't been easy. And I'll tell you, when you go out and you, you're, you know, it's 105 degrees, and you're going to turn your pump on. You just don't know what you're going to get. It's a little wow. scary.
0: Wow, that is scary. That's for sure. Now, on your new home site, do you have adequate room for the plants you like to grow? You know,
1: I do. I do. We, it's, it's a lot smaller than what we had next year, obviously. I had 17 acres there. But, um, yeah, so we're going to be doing – we've got some raised beds in front, some on the side of the house that are already there. Um, we've got a backyard, which is going to really be fun to do. It's small. Um, but so we're really going to have to do some intensive gardening there. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying the new challenges. Yeah, can you grow citrus? Well, I have to move it inside in winter. Oh, a I lot see. of people do yeah. do that, and I may try it. But this is not a citrus climate. We've had, you know, unbelievable cherries, and even with the rain, it's surprising. the The, the produce has been has the fruit especially has been pretty good, but it slowed a lot of things down.
0: Yeah, uh, moving plants in and out during the winter time is no fun. I'll tell you, I've done it, and I've given up on it.
1: Yeah, 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 no, I, I will see how long I would try that. <laughs> but I may try some of the really hardy citrus things like the, you know, the yuzu is, is very hardy. Um, and there's some of the other things that, that people grow along the golf course coast a little bit higher or farther north. So we'll see. I yeah. might give it a try.
0: Yeah, now you can grow flowers that we can't grow, like the peonies you already mentioned tuberous rooted begonias, my dad loved to grow them when we lived in Maryland. And Delphinium, you can grow Delphinium much better than we can.
1: Oh yeah. You know, it's just the the uh humidity and the coolness. Uh it's just it's a great climate to garden in once we get through this rainy spell. I mean it's it's just about anything grows here except citrus.
0: Yeah. Now will the rainy spell cut out? I mean do they have times when it just goes dry or is it almost always yeah, moist?
1: It's, you know You know, they've been in a drought the last couple of years, and the dry period is supposed to be coming up right usually around mid June to early July, is what they've, you know, where I'm expecting and hoping we really need some warm weather. We're just not going to get, I mean, I can't believe I'm still middle of June and haven't planted my tomatoes yet.
0: Yeah. Mm, that's going to go on. So, what vegetables uh, yeah. are uh, residents growing right now? We know we will not replant tomatoes till August, but this is the time when you're planting uh, those type of vegetables.
1: Yeah. It's really the warm season stuff. Um, you know, it it was so great and easy in California, but the cool season things are are really extended here this year because it has been so cool. So people are still getting some, some lettuce and some of those cool crops, but, um, they're itching to get the tomatoes in. I've seen a lot of them, you know, covered with the walls of water to keep them warm and people people have got, um, you know, plastic over and things just to, to keep them going. I've just, I've got them lined up all in the backyard in pots. (laughs) And in the pots, you know, they warm up a little bit, so they're growing pretty good. But uh, um, i got to get them in the ground.
0: Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard for me to picture that being I'm going to go out of the studio here and uh, hit – they're saying we're going to hit maybe 99 degrees today and with a heat index of 110.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll send you some of those cool wishes.
0: I was going to say, be careful what you ask for. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> so is
0: there anything in particular you're really looking forward to planting? I know the vegetables. Uh you're not going to do blueberries, are you?
1: Uh I might do some blueberries. Might be- yeah. I mean, I, I, I love that. I have the blueberries, we eat so many blueberries and this is definitely blueberry country. Um, but you know, that's some of the flowers, some of the natives from up here. Um, we've got a, a difficult slope right out to the, um, sidewalk. So I'm exploring plants that do really well on, on sloping ground. Um, and you know, things that the, the garden itself right now has kind of been over planted. So at this point I'm, trying to get some light into to the, to the garden, and um, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. It's exciting.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, uh, our time right now is roses, uh, of course, going through the summer. Uh, got a couple of quick tips because we're going to run out of time real quick.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, make it, make sure you're watching out for insects and diseases and take care of those as you need to and, and do any deadheading as you can to keep them, keep them blooming and make sure that you're fertilizing.
0: Well, very good. Good tips uh, for our roses. And Lance, thank you so much. Good luck at your new home site. I, I envy you being able to grow the peonies, the tuberous root of begonias, delphinian, and much more. Uh, but uh, anyway, you have a good time.
1: Hey, it's great talking to you, Tom. Thanks.
0: Okay, Lance. It's Lance Walheim, horticulturist, author, media personality, farmer, and as you can tell, a great friend. We've known each other for a very long period of time, and he's moved from Exeter, California, where he gave up the citrus, but he's still involved in it, and he's to a much different climate in Portland, uh, Oregon. You know, it's hard for me to believe that it's so wet out there and mm-hmm. it's so cool still when well, I'm going to walk out of the studio here and it's going to be 97 degrees.
5: Exactly, it's... exactly. And that would be very confusing, too, for somebody who would garden all the time normally. And it's like, oh, I
0: can't do it now. Well, it was so dry where he was also, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, anyway, you heard Lizzie there. She's waiting for your phone calls. One triple eight forty five lawns or 1 455 2967. Same number, just the way we change it a little bit. Uh, 23680 is the text message. I know I have a couple of text messages over there. So we're going to be waiting for your calls and we'll have other information. I have a few questions too, I haven't gotten to yet, but I'll try to do it. Of course, we're coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions. If it's Saturday morning, guess what? You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Tom McCubbin, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
6: Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Knock a call right
4: now. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624. That's 800-382-7624.
7: The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type one or type two diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day,
4: Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your
6: family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and Some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651, 800-398-0651,
4: 800-398-0651, that's 800-398-0651. If you're a diabetic,
6: we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance.
4: If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652, 800-513-1652, 800-513-1652, that's 800-513-1652.
0: Thank you for joining us today for Better Lines and Gardens. I'm Tom McCubbin, your host for a day, and... We're happy to have you. Uh, Lizzie's answering the phone calls, so if you want to give us a call, number here 45 1-888-45-LAWNS or one 455 2967 or text us at 23680. Those are all our, our numbers and information that you can get to us. Uh, if you missed uh, any of the program, Better Lawns and Garden Shows, you can go to our website, betterlawns.com, or you can uh, see all the show topics on audioboom.com. And uh, get the information you need. But uh, go up to our website, betterlawns.com. Always a great spot to visit. And if you're calling in and I'm not getting to your calls, please don't be upset with us. The phones are rocking and rolling because everybody loves to call in. They do. And let's see. we Did we lose Beverly at this point? Uh, looks like we... Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, Beverly. Yep. Oh, maybe she'll call back. She'll call back. Beverly, call back. Uh, so that's, a, that's the order for today. Let me go over here to the uh, text messages here. Uh, well, one person has a chia tree, chaya tree, and I think that is the uh, horseradish tree. <clears throat> so it likes to eat the, the leaves, and it does have it, a horseradish kind of uh, taste to it. And the uh, leaves are going from uh, a dark green to pale white green. When that's happening, that's telling me there's something in the uh, stem that's causing the decline of the stem, and so you may have to prune out some of those stems. There's no spray or anything like that to put on there. It's just going to be, be a problem. So <clears throat> if you have a, uh, a limb where the leaves are starting to become cl- chlorotic, kind of yellowish white, and it's normally something either with the root system or in the stems of the tree, so that can be the problem. Uh, let's see what's the other one here. Uh, we have an <clears throat> area where an oak tree was taken down, is there something like Asiatic Jasmine that can be used to, uh, for a ground cover? Um, yeah, uh, Asiatic Jasmine be a good one, that's, that's what I would use. Um, there's also the um, a sensitive plant, which is called the Florida um, Mimosa, it could be used. But it's hard to find good ground covers, that's for sure. So it's going to be one that you'll probably want to uh, use, Asiatic jasmine. I like to use that one. It's just really terrific. And you can get some with some colorful leaves also. But I think the plain green is the best. I've had trouble with the variegated one. Let's go to Beverly. What do you say? Beverly, good morning. Are you here? I am here. Good morning.
7: Oh, Tommy, I'm so glad to hear from you. Well,
0: nice to hear from you, too. Always glad to get your updates and information from Tallahassee area. What's it like up there today?
7: Well, it's overcast, but, you know, it's warm and muggy. And I wanted to um, give you some information. You know, I've lived in North Florida almost all my life, and our spring usually lasts about three hours.
1: Okay. (laughs) You You
7: get somewhere in March, and it's nice, and then the next day you're sweating your head off. but. This year, we've had a very prolonged, beautiful spring for like three months. Wow, that's nice. And it's been really nice. And um, we always get afternoon rains uh, from the time I was a kid. You know, sometime in the afternoon between 1 and 4, it'd be raining. So there's there's those two things. But... Um, with the cool, the prolonged—shoot, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling. No problem. With the prolonged spring, spring yeah. Um, uh, like the firebush, which is usually up in March, it's just now coming up. Oh, really? And flowering, and that's what the hummingbirds around my house really go for. You know, those summer. So I hadn't had as many hummingbirds as usual, but they're starting to come back because the firebush is coming up. Um, The tomatoes, you know, we're on a whole different schedule with tomatoes than y'all are. And uh, I heard a gentleman earlier say he never heard about the nighttime temperatures. Uh, What happens is the tomatoes, if it gets too warm at night, they won't put out new blossoms. Yeah,
0: well, going through the summer, just period, if they get hot, they're not going to put out the blossoms. Yeah,
7: yeah, so we have to start earlier because tomatoes, they'll grow all through the night. If if the temperatures are in the 60s or whatever, they'll put out lots of branches and lots of buds and stuff, whereas things like um, eggplants and... Zucchinis and stuff like that, they won't do anything if the nighttime temperatures are too cool. Sure. Like, I don't put any peppers or squashes or eggplants out until the nights get warm, which is kind of bass, backwards. But <laughs> anyway, so so, and then your friend who moved from California to Oregon, I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, he wants to be closer to the grandkids. You can understand that.
7: Yeah, yeah, and they got. He's gonna have to figure out some other micro. Like I can plant something in one part of my yard, and it won't grow. But if I move it six feet over, it'll flourish. You know those microclimates. Yeah, yeah
0: but you you can't grow peonies, right? I I can't grow peonies.
7: Um. I, uh. I, 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 I've never tried.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to get cold. You get cold. but I don't think you're going to get cold enough. You, well, and the heat bothers the and the humidity bothers the tubus rooted begonias. I mean, you might be able to grow them.
7: Yeah, well, and as I've gotten older and I look out in my yard, I'm like, do I want flowers or do I want food? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be able to. Do both, but and then the birds are great. The bluebirds have got their babies out, uh, and for Joni, the purple martins are f- soaring around in the morning and the evening, and it's just so beautiful. And, and the hummingbirds are starting to come back because. It, it's too cold at night for them when yeah. it's in the well,
0: state. Well, we, I've seen a couple of hummingbirds in my yard, so they're coming back, too. Yeah. Beverly, gotta, i got to run, believe it or not. We're up against a break. Come. as you know, I yeah, can't I, believe you're doing this to me. I know, I know. <laughs> well, email me. I love you. Okay. Take care, Beverly. We love you, too. And uh, we have Ed on the line there. He said he's going to hold on during the break, and we appreciate that. And if you want to give me a text message, <clears throat> it's, 23680, 23680, uh, and we can uh, get your information up that way. So we've only got, I guess, one more segment left. Wow, how quickly things go! Uh, so uh, get into us uh, right now. Get that phone call in, 1 45 Lawns, or 1 2967, or Texas 23680. I'm Tom McCoven. We're coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions. This is Florida's Talk. and education network
3: Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. JENNIFER KNOWS FIRSTHAND THAT NOT ALL MILITARY TRAUMA IS COMBAT RELATED. AS A SEXUAL ASSAULT SURVIVOR, SHE LEFT THE SERVICE AND TRIED TO MOVE ON, BUT THE DEPRESSION AND NIGHTMARES NEVER LEFT. Jennifer got the help she needed. Now, she works at the Florida Veteran Support Line, using her journey to help fellow vets find the support and resources they need. Call one 844 my vet Confidential, 24-7.
6: If adjusting to civilian life is hard, call
5: me. I've been there.
3: Hey, Bill. How's it going? I'm fine, Bob. I just wish I were ready for mosquito season. Well, that's why I bought Summit Mosquito Dunks. Summit Mosquito Dunks? Yep. They kill the mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite. How about that? Well, I guess I'm off to the store. Help protect yourself and your family from diseases caused by mosquitoes with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Available at garden centers, hardware stores, and online at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. That's summitresponsiblesolutions.com.
6: Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed, or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance
4: helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 398 651 That's 800-398-0651.
7: We're
6: all excited that summer is here, but there's no need to rush to your destination. Speeding and aggressive driving are not only against the law, but extremely dangerous. The trip to your destination can be half the fun, so take your time and enjoy the ride. The Florida Highway Patrol reminds you to slow down, stay cool, and be safe this summer. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Visit flhsmv.gov for more information.
0: Thank you for joining us for Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm certainly happy to have a turn at the microphone today. It's, it's been a pleasure, and we've got a little bit of time left, but we're going to have to pick up the pace just because we are running out of time. So let's go to the first caller up here who's, who was nice enough to hold on during the break, Ed and O'Coe. Ed, good morning to you. How can we help you? Top of
1: the morning, Tom. Top of the morning.
0: Top of the morning to you, uh, sir.
1: Quick question um, as it relates to uh, an invasive vine, Virginia Creeper, which seems to be taking over. Uh, our vib- viburnum hedge, is there an herbicide out there on the market currently that one can spray or apply that would uh, would uh, d- d- destroy the, uh, the vine and, and leave the viburnum healthy?
0: I wish there was, but there isn't, um, unless you cut the Virginia creeper down to the ground, and when the new growth comes up, then you can put one of the brush killers on that. And some of the brush killers do have information on it for treating the stems, and if you do that carefully, that would probably work for you. But there's no over-the-top type thing where you can just spray it on everything and it takes out the Virginia creeper and leaves the hedge. But it's, it's a real, becoming a real problem. And, you know, here's the difficulty with it. It's a native plant. So some people are going to say, no, that's not invasive. It's just a nuisance well, I'll tell you, it's invading a lot of my plants. So uh, it, to me, it's invasive, whether it's whether it's native or not. You know, it, it, these things get out of control. Even oak trees can get out of control in my yard. So, uh, yeah, I wish I could help you more. I can, Ed.
1: Okay. Well, listen, great, great, great hearing from you again. Thank
0: you. Okay, Ed, thanks. Nice hearing from you, too. Let's go to Melbourne. Dave's waiting for us. Dave, good
1: morning to you. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Great to hear your voice again. Thank you. Um, real quick. I put uh, about a six-foot Duncan grapefruit in the ground in my backyard, southeast, southwest corner, last October. Basically no growth on it at all. In fact, I've lost probably about a third of the leaves. It produced a lot of blossoms. A storm apparently took a lot of them off, and right now I I may may have like five grapefruit on the tree right now. Um, Anything I should be doing?
0: You know, all you can do is keep it moist and fertilize, We're fertilizing and okay. uh, that's a new tree for you, so that should be getting yeah. fertilized probably about every six to eight weeks during the warmer I, weather.
1: Yeah, I've been doing that. <coughs> yeah. Okay, but just uh, you keep it moist under yeah,
0: there? Yeah, well, you keep it moist, you know, not overly wet. Uh, summer rains will probably do most of that for you, but, you know, when you have a tree that's stunted like that and not growing, I think you got a root problem, and uh, Ooh, you might okay. want to just dig down and see what the roots are doing around it a- gently, but... If it's not okay. growing like that, I have had uh, grapefruit trees just be slow to get off to a start. Uh, but you should be getting some growth out of it. And if that's the case, then if it doesn't make it start producing growth during the summer with citrus trees, you get three flushes of growth: one in the spring, once in the early summer, and once in the early fall. And mm-hmm. if you if you don't get growth by then, I, I'd I'd lift it in about October, November, and reset it and see if it won't uh, recover.
1: Oh. Okay. All right. Thank you. appreciate that. Okay, Dave. Take care. Take care. Take
0: care.
2: Right. You have a great gardening day. Let's go to Valkyria Rico, good to hear your voice. <laughs> good morning, Tom. It was great pleasure to hear your voice this morning. And um, I've missed you. Teresa's doing a great job, but she's not Tom McCubbin.
0: Well, thank you. And she's probably happy she's not Tom McCubbin. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a, a mango tree. It's five years old. It flushed twice with blossoms this year and last year, and I have not gotten a single mango. And I can't find any female flowers on it. Is there something I could do? Some, you know, it's been fertilized properly. It's about sprayed it with nutritional spray. But is there anything that would trigger female blossoms on a mango tree?
0: Not that I know of. I I uh, I thought they were all one flower. Uh, male and yeah, female. Well, one flower, but
2: there's male and female. <laughs> yeah, the
0: portions. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. On the uh, on the thing, and and usually the females have like little lumps where it's it's the yeah. fruit, yeah, teeny tiny fruit. But I've examined it carefully. I can't find a single female flower on either in either year on two flushes.
0: Well, that's that doesn't sound good. I'd I'd give it another year
2: or two, and and that would be it. <laughs> yeah, and I'll have to cut it and graft it or something like that. Uh, tomatoes. My tomatoes are waning like yours, but I still have, I don't know, a couple dozen left on black creme this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. You like them?
0: Yeah, that's a nice-tasting tomato. Yeah, I've grown yeah. that one. Yeah, but yeah. but mine are going out uh, at this point in time. So I'm, I'm waiting to restart my seeds in July, and then in the middle of August, they'll go in the ground.
2: Yep, I'm getting ready to... Uh, it, by the way, uh, peach trees that you mentioned earlier, that... Um, that outfit, um, Quality Green, has a uh, several different varieties in Deland.
0: Very good, very good. Yeah, the independent garden centers and Quality Greens is a great place to get them. So yeah, that that'd yeah. be right. I I forgot that he had mentioned he had peach trees. Very good. Well,
2: anyway, hey, listen, uh, hear your voice again, even if it's only for one day. Have a great one. Hey, that's hey that's Rico,
0: alive. I got a question for you. We had a person here right about their mango tree, and they said it's been wilting. Uh, uh, somewhat, and uh, when they add a little more moisture, it comes back up. But, you know, the the, uh, mangoes and all the fruit trees need regular watering during these dry times, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, we've had a lot of rain the last 10 days or so, but prior to that, there was a prolonged dry spell. And if you are not watering every few days, especially if it's a young, if it's a young mango tree, you really got to kind of keep them moist. Once they get established, then not so much.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you've been getting water in the last 10 days. We haven't. So oh, se- really? I think
2: I've gotten close to 10 inches in the last 10 days. Oh,
0: Lordy. Send me yeah. some of that. You're going to pipe that over here, Rico. <laughs> hey, Rico, we've got to run. Thank you. Take care. Okay, let's go to Kissimmee. Last caller today, I think. Diane, good morning to you. How can we help you?
2: Oh, you can tell me how to kill a pepper tree. It's going to be costing maybe over $1,000 to have this darn thing. Cut cuts down, hauled away, and, okay. and the uh, whisk ground.
0: Is this a Brazilian pepper tree? I don't
2: know. I don't okay, know. well, whatever it, was, it is. It planted yeah. itself. It planted okay. itself. Probably
0: Brazilian pepper. Uh, you can get one of the brush killers, and, and they'll tell you on the label how to do it. You can wring it around and put it into the trunk of the tree. Uh, or if they cut it down and remove it, and the stump's still there, then you can treat the stump. But you pick up one of the brush killers, both the uh, BioAdvanced, Ortho, they all have them.
2: Okay, this thing is huge. I'm going to need tons of bottles of that stuff and just pour it all over the place. Well, no, it, really it, it
0: doesn't it's take about that.
2: Thirty, forty feet high.
0: It doesn't take that much, believe me. So just oh, follow, really? Just, oh,
2: okay. Good news.
0: Follow Thank the label. You. Okay, thank you, Diane. Appreciate it. And I I was not miss. not mentioned Dana Venrick's uh, Quality Green Nursery when it came to the fruit trees, because I remember him and Teresa having a talk about all the different fruit trees that he has. Yes. So Quality Green Nursery in the land. Uh, Give them a call and see if they have the fruit tree varieties that you would like to have. i got to keep an eye on the time, but I also have to look at the text messages here uh let's see uh how do you get rid of small green worms in my kale stems uh get a natural spray you can get a product uh uh which is called spinosad uh and uh, it's in a product in uh bone captain jack's dead bug brew is yes, what <laughs> yes yeah.
5: yes i've heard of that so we were talking a, about that too so
0: fertilome has it in their line and uh, uh so does uh some of the others had that available. Okay, uh, let's see. Here's one here. This is a comment. It said, yes, flowers are food. I want uh, food. And they just added some uh, blueberry bushes and some blackberry bushes. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Do you, oh, here's a good one. Do you core aerate St. Augustine grass? If so, and when? You know, aeration may be needed in some areas where the soil has been compacted. And maybe if you have the neighborhood football game on your St. Augustine lawn, (laughs) if you have that football game going on your St. Augustine lawn, I'm not sure you're going to have St. Augustine for very long. Uh, But if you do, then aeration may be a benefit. If you can take a trowel and stick it down in your soil very readily, probably you don't need aeration. Uh, So you can go through and just uh, uh, aerate it if the soil is compacted. If... uh, If it's hard to wet that soil, aeration may help. And what you do is you water right after you aerate. Or if you have a nematode problem, aeration may help. So we can do it. We can do it almost any time of the year. But while the grass is growing, is a good time. Uh, Let's see. I'm doing uh, some landscaping. The plants are in. Now I'm trying to get a soaker hose to work. The pressure is limited to 25, and the water travels 15 feet. And most of the water is near the garden hose. Is this typical? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that you would uh, it, it, you can't run long lengths of soaker hoses uh, so that's probably normal let's see I have an area in front of the house of flortam has died several years in a row it appears to be a fungal disease what can we do will Beha work so we're talking about taking out the st augustine the floritan, <clears throat> i'd be, be interested whether or not it's really disease or chinch bugs chinch bugs are out now we're starting to see a fair amount of them around oh. uh, and, and so you may need to get them under control and. What the professionals are using is a product called Arena, because the chinch bugs become resistant to others. But uh, you really need to find out why the grass dried out. It could have been brown patch if it was winter time. but brown patch normally doesn't just kill the grass out. So that's a possibility, but, um, but hey, it would probably work if it's sunny, it has right. to be out in the full sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a coarser grass, you may not like it quite as much, so that's a possibility. Do we have anything else? Uh, uh, so, uh, I have a pi- hibiscus plant, uh, and I don't know what's wrong with that because I don't have the picture up there. But anyway, uh, appreciate all the text messages today. We had a lot of them come in.
5: We have the best uh, listeners, I'm and, telling you. And all,
0: the, Oh, I know that. Yeah, 33 uh, uh, years worth of them, that's for sure. want to remind you again. <clears throat> Father's Day weekend, get something good for Dad. Kind of hard sometimes, but sometimes gardening things work real well. It's National Pollinators Week, June 20th through the 26th. Plant something to, for the pollinators to enjoy, and also the uh, first day of summer is on the 21st. Now, I've enjoyed being with you today. Want to remind you that uh, next weekend, uh, Teresa and Lizzie will be here there as normal, taking care of the program. And you can just keep the number handy or you can go up on uh, Teresa's uh, uh, email and email her, Teresa.WatkinsLive.com. Uh, uh, and you can just plan to be with us here. Don't forget all of our great sponsors. We're, of course, at the Summit Responsible Solution Studio, uh, Quality Green Garden Nursery, Black Cal, and uh, others. So uh It's been my pleasure, folks. I've enjoyed being here one more time. So you have a great gardening day. I'm Tom McCubbin, coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solution. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network.
6: Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you've had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? a navigator from covering florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family visit coveringflorida.org or call 877-813-9115 to make an appointment assistance is always free and confidential